0: Hello and welcome to the Let's Get Mental podcast. I'm your host, Archie, and today is joining me Tim. Hello. Jack. Hello. And Hania. Hi. So today's podcast topic is going to be in and out of lockdown. We're obviously going to be sharing our opinions about lockdown for us and obviously to do with mental health as well. So Our first uh, sort of... Well, something I want to get away uh, out of the way first is obviously the the time of recording this. We are actually recording this on the 14th of September, so we're not recording this in lockdown. We're in that sort of state now where we've come out of lockdown, depending on when you're watching this. Obviously, there has been uh, new regulations that have have come in on the Monday today, which is where, the obviously, the R number's gone across one. You can only meet up with six people outside your household. But, of course, that's still not completely clear to everybody. But I think... uh, The first thing that actually I want to ask to everybody here first, and I'm going to come to you, Tim, first, specifically, because obviously you haven't actually been in lockdown. You've obviously been doing some work. So I want to ask, how has lockdown been for you, especially because you've obviously been working during it? It's been very interesting because I've seen...
1: Well, I've literally watched society stop in front of me. And I remember um, the uh, the morning after... um, that the the heavier restrictions were announced on March the twenty fourth. Um, driving to work, and I did not pass another car for at least seven to eight miles. It was, it was it was it was it was really weird, and I didn't know if I was going to be sent home as well. I was just told, okay, go into work, we're going to have a briefing, because government was quite vague. They didn't ask us to shut down, but in the end, government said, no, you need to continue because well, we're yeah. in a central business because I work on generator, generators for a living. And of course, a few weeks later, we'd actually, we'd be working on generators, which would be going down to the Nightingale Hospital in London. So I was doing so much overtime to literally get these units out the door. Cause I was now on the, I, I was now propelled into the front line of the fight against COVID. Uh, Cause a lot of the machines I also work on, uh, go into these uh, testing stations uh, and each testing station uh, has its own uh, welfare unit and it has its own generator uh so it doesn't share a supply so it's it's reliable you know it's not going to be brought down by anything else so um it's it's been very interesting because at the start of the pandemic i looked i looked at what was going on in china and 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 thought oh oh dear i can't see us getting involved i went from that (laughs) to suddenly onto onto the front line so it's been it's been a very interesting time but i'm glad i'm i've not been stuck at home i'm glad I've, i've been able to go to work uh, and also just keep, keeps me in a routine so
0: um. well i think that's that that's definitely obvious. you've been keeping your 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 obviously mind working and doing something mm. I, mean, I imagine that at work as well obviously there was did you find there was obviously regulations coming in obviously about sanitizing did you find that everybody was following it at your work um yeah
1: every, everyone's yeah. following it there's more hand sanitizer as well there's hand sanitizing stations we're encouraged to to clean more, the cleaning regimes have stepped up. Any, I've been stepped up anyway. Um, I think every, everyone's
0: pulled their weight. So I'm going to come to Hanya now. How has you know lockdown been for you in general?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so my situation was quite different to Tim. So I was before lockdown. I was in my final year of A levels. Um, you know, due to sit A levels, and then we went into lockdown. Schools closed, exams got cancelled, and I went from you know having Three a levels to revise for to then suddenly having nothing at all um because you know exams had been cancelled um and i think what tim said about having that routine that's something that was kind of fundamental for me in lockdown as well so again it was quite different so i didn't have like anywhere to go to as such or um any even like deadlines to meet um or anything like that but you know having like a set time to wake up and um making like i i still like i'm a I'm really big on like making to do lists and things. So I tried to continue that in some way, even if it was just like really simple things like, I don't know, call this friend or, you know, do this or do that personal projects or whatever. Um, I think keeping some kind of routine for me was, what kept me sane in a way
0: yeah no um, I understand that yeah no that makes that makes is there anything that you uh, that you did in lockdown that was new any you know did you do, try anything new like any hobbies that you you started or do you just you know did you just you know do go about your normal business but try to do it at home
2: yeah um so for me I did try to pick up hobbies and things like that that I didn't have as much time for so I'm quite into sketching and things so I try to like do more of that um i picked up the guitar um so before lockdown i had one lying around for about three years and i just never really properly played it and then in lockdown i kind of through youtube taught myself a bit um bought a new one actually as well so yeah i've tried to keep myself busy in as many ways as i could
0: well that's obviously really important i I myself have tried to do a few more different things in lockdown but i've always been a a, a sort of person who quite enjoys my own company not saying i don't enjoy the company of others but i felt like i've being able to deal with lockdown, you know, actually so far on my own, I quite like, you know, you know, just being my, you know, being on my own, doing my own thing really. And, you know, so I'm far, just, sorry, carry on.
2: I was just going to say what's interesting is that's something that I've sort of discovered because of lockdown as well, because prior to that, I'd say I, would, I was probably a bit of the opposite. So I sort of loved sort of meeting up with friends and I still do. And I'm quite like, I consider myself a more um, people type person, you know, I enjoy being with other people. But in lockdown, I did sort of discover that element of myself and, you know, spending time with yourself and um, having fun with, that doesn't involve, you know, speaking with or being with other people, if that makes sense. So that's something that I sort of feel like a positive that I got out of lockdown actually, yeah.
0: No, I'm I'm really glad to hear that. Jack, Jack, how's how's lockdown been for you?
3: Well, um, during the peak of lockdown, um, a few months ago now actually, I was actually um undertaking I was actually getting through my masters degree in clinical psychology. So like honey I was actually in education. Um but it was it was very difficult at the time because um I remember for my dissertation this year especially um we had minimal guidance whatsoever because that last year before in my third year undergraduate we had plenty of tutor support. we had meet- meetings with um, peer graduate friends um, that we could like, kind of like, collaborate on our projects and whatnot. But this year we didn't get any of that, and we were also promised additional support online, but it actually turned out that many of those sessions were cancelled or the lecturers didn't turn up. so it was it was complete chaos, but I think it was a real test um, of our own grit and kind of like tenacity as, as students because it really pushed us to to commit to our to our work and our assignments because our work wasn't cancelled and we had to carry on with all of our assessments um we didn't have any exams but we had assignments coursework citations to complete with um completely no guidance now from our would-be tutors
0: I, I think uh, I, th- I think definitely if you, if you were doing education before lockdown and obviously it then transition to lockdown, it's been one of the hardest things because I think it's never really been, it's never, well, as I say, the pandemic and everything about it, it's never been really experienced before by any, any country or anywhere. So I, I can understand why that's been extremely hard, you know, for you especially. Has there been anything, though, that you've picked up, you know, during lockdown, any sort of hobbies or anything that you've sort of started, you know, to keep yourself entertained?
3: Um, yes, actually. Um... I found that naturally I I had to keep myself kind of like um, busy, keep my hands working, especially when I actually completed my course. I found a lot of time in my hands and usually I would have used that time to meet up with friends and family and whatnot. But since I couldn't do that, um, I decided to um, get involved in painting because I find that really relaxing. So um, I'd sketch as well like Hania did but also I'd um, get involved in some painting. Um, and also I, I'd started um, developing a workout routine since we weren't allowed to go outside at one point. I only want one walk a day. Oh, yeah. So cool. um, personally, I wanted to be more active. So I developed um, my own workout routine after doing a bit of research, um, ordered myself some weights, and that kept me occupied too.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think, I think, I mean, for me, especially fitness has been one of the hardest things that hit me during lockdown. Cause I, I was, I was so in a routine of going to the gym. So when that was taken away from me, I felt very, it it, well, it felt, I felt like obviously a part of my, my life had been taken away, but at the same time I was, I'm fortunate enough to, to sort of know, you know, how, you know, how to do workouts and stuff. So I was able to keep myself active and still keep, uh, Myself, you know, my sanity going, my you know, my physical health uh, during lockdown. But I mean, I mean, we're going to move on to now, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of a controversial sh- subject, and is you know how we feel the pandemic has been dealt with. And I'm going to come to Tim first, and I know Tim's probably raring to go on this subject. Uh, <laughs> how do you know? How, you know? <laughs> how, how how do you think the the pandemic has been dealt with?
1: It's not been dealt with at all, from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been in short, it's been badly managed. I put that in big air quotes from from the start really um you say the you know the economy has obviously taken a hit that was to be expected anyway but i don't think the current cabinet has helped the situation um but more so it's the, it's it, what's more tragic though is, is is the human cost of of all this that's it's really quite sad you know to have 41,000 people perish that is that is a that is a lot of people uh, yeah i
0: can and i can sorry all can those,
1: carry on? all those deaths could have been could have been avoided really
0: I think what um, sorry, just just wanted to say myself. I, I think what annoys me is obviously that it's almost like, oh, as I say, the day of recording this. Obviously, we are we are having to have we're having restrictions coming back in, but it seems like almost a lot of people have sort of forgotten, you know, the sort of area that we were in. Then obviously, the doctors and nurses that were putting their lives on the line to obviously help people, during, you know, who were obviously had COVID, and it seems like now, you know, most people are sort of forgetting that and just going back to their normal lives.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, in my town, a lot of people think the pandemic's over. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, a lot um, of like in fact, in, in July, I had to actually tell someone in the street, you know, keep your distance, please. It's very rare. I actually, It's very rare I get irritated and snap at people. But I, I, I said to this bloke, I said, can you keep your distance, please? <laughs> and then he just started throwing verbal abuse at me and then said, the, no, I said back to him, sorry. I said, there's a pandemic still on. And he said, no, there isn't. And at this point, my eyes nearly rolled out of my head. Um, like, for goodness sake. You I, not I, sorry, do
0: no goodness?
1: Yeah, and, 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 you know, about this point, I kind of lost all, all faith in humanity.
0: <laughs> well, I think, well, maybe not all faith, I hope, you know. Not all faith,
1: but a lot of it anyway, so.
0: I, I think, um, though, obviously, one thing that I think we can compare to is the UK to other countries. And I have a friend who actually lives in Switzerland. And it's very interesting hearing his perspective on how lockdown and how it's been, you know, sort of handled there. And it's and obviously there are similar things that have happened to him, you know, like the face masks and obviously social distancing. But it seems like uh, that country, particularly Switzerland, came out of lockdown a little, you know, a little bit earlier. They started getting up their businesses again, obviously trying to stabilize the economy. but. I guess the question is is that is is it you know are people getting COVID because we're not following the restrictions or is it other reasons? But I'm going to come to Hanya now and just ask you know do you think the pandemic has been dealt with in a reasonable manner or do you think it's been handled as as Tim says it hasn't been?
2: Um, I, okay. So I live in an area that was that had longer a longer lockdown than most parts. Um, So I live in Leicester and our lockdown, um, as you probably know, it was um, elongated for quite a while. And I feel like a lot of the communication around that wasn't the best either. Um, And that's putting it nicely, like it was horrible. (laughs) So for example, um, I remember it was Eid, um, the weekend before Eid. um, And we were all sort of thinking, so there was some sort of speculation whether the lockdown would be lifted or not and we were all sort of kind of provisionally planning to have like my family over that we hadn't seen for like i think it was like four or five months at the time um and there was a lot of speculation like is it going to be lifted is it not um we were told that there would be an announcement on like five o'clock on that i think it was a thursday um and then it got like delayed and delayed and delayed. And eventually we got an announcement at 11 p.m. the night before, um the, like two days before Eid, saying that um lockdown would be continued till the Monday after. So that obviously upset a lot of plans. <laughs> and I think just the communication around it in general hasn't been great, which has led to like, you know, people not taking it seriously or um, like this current rise in cases as well. Um, and then another strand of that is also like um, something that we mentioned earlier with regards to education and just young people in general and how young people have been affected by the pandemic. Um, so for example, with like closing schools, opening schools again and all of that, there's been a lot of speculation and controversy and there still is, but I feel like young people just haven't been included in the conversation even with the prime minister's like question times there was no um, like scope for under 18s to ask questions even when it was about things like education which concerned them the most. Um, So I feel like we are nowhere near like the top of the list for like the countries that handled it well. Um, There's definitely a lot that could have been done differently Um, and even now it's not like we're not out of the woods yet. So there's still, I don't want to say there's time to turn it around, but there's still time for the government to sort of improve their handling of it. But so far it's not been great.
0: I think uh, one point that you you say there about communication is definitely something that I can agree with. I think that's been the biggest one. I think it's never been really clear from the start. And I think that's where one of the biggest downfalls, obviously, because the communication is, I mean, they've tried to make it clear with these slogans, but when it comes to the actual rules, that's where obviously it's become very, uh, you know, hard to read. So Jack, you know, your opinion, the pandemic, how do you think that's been handled?
3: Well, I think it depends which sector you're talking about, because personally, I think that the nurses especially and hospitals have done an amazing job at dealing with this pandemic on the front lines because they've been faced with this challenge that's just come out of nowhere, really. It's this, this huge spike of cases and hospital beds, at least for a month or two. And they handled it really well, judging by um experience in the news and whatnot Um, and also they had to rapidly order PPE equipment like all all sorts of employment actually had to order um, a variety of PPE equipment and learn how to adapt to that and I feel like um, that has been implemented really well into the workplace and on the whole employers have been utilising PPE and social distancing measures really well however I feel that the government, especially, and the media, um, I feel that they have not been handling it so well. The media, because I feel like um, they've been actually exploiting this pandemic for their own gain. Um, I feel like um, they've been causing a lot of paranoia and fear when Mm -hmm. reporting all kinds of stories, even if they have minimal evidence. And, the government, I feel like they've been, especially recently, um, the whole reason for these new restrictions was because, according to the government, it was young people who were at fault, despite the government encouraging young people to spend more time out in restaurants, socialising, even introducing a a discount scheme at restaurants and whatnot. um, I just feel like It's not only young people that are at fault. Like yes, I have seen a lot of young people that have not been adhering to the rules, mind you. Like I've seen young people that have been gathering in groups of like higher groups than permitted, let's say, during lockdown. But that being said, I've also seen, especially multiple people amongst the elderly generation, who have not been wearing face masks, face coverings in shops, who've been refusing to. Without any medical reason, and who have even not been social distancing, and who have literally just been um, chatting in a store close to one another, close to strangers, without any regard for social distancing.
0: I think, uh, yeah, I, I think definitely what you're getting there is about like I think everybody has a part to blame in this. I I, I don't think I can doubt that. I, I think one thing I will say though is I think we could have been in a lot of a worse situation that we are right now i mean i i always think back to uh, you know around january obviously when the whole uh, the whole idea of a hung parliament was happening it does make me feel obviously of what you know it could have happened if we had a hung parliament during you know the whole lockdown and the coronavirus but obviously this this podcast is obviously to do with you know mental health at the you know the the whole part of it so we're going to move on now to obviously you know lockdown and mental health you know obviously and feel free to you know not share you know any experience you've had or feel free to share experiences but has anyone is anyone obviously here i'll come to tim first obviously ask you you know has it affected you while you know whilst working but mental health has that been anything for you um kind of
1: i mean i say i it was great that i could still continue to work although it was very interesting hearing on the radio work the stay at home messages and like and I talk back to the radio, I can't stay at home. I can't, you know, I can't bring a generator home and work on it. I have to, I have to be here. Um, but it's, I mean, it's not significantly affected my mental health. But one thing that was quite disconcerting was, I say, seeing society stop in front of me. Like, uh, for example, I, I'm massively into my, outside of work, I'm massively into, into transport. You know, I like traveling places. And, of course, it was frustrating that I couldn't travel to places because literally just a few weeks before the um, restrictions were announced I spent a weekend in Manchester great city you know 11 out of 10 I thoroughly recommend it Um, it's a great it's a great place in the in the north Um, but like for example you look I look up in the sky and there are no aircraft present which was so strange it it, it, is as if we've gone back a uh, hundred or so years. It was it was really really strange. And another thing as well is that after work, I'd usually go out um to to have a coffee with a, with a few mates of mine locally, and of course couldn't do that. So yeah, the, the, I did I did feel you know restricted and, and constrained, but it didn't uh, I didn't feel any, uh, any isolation um, uh, or, or anxiety. I was just um, I was sounds- just quite quite frustrated um really, but I I knew why it was all happening, but it doesn't really help the, the frustration and also feeling um, feeling uh disconcerted. Well, just to
0: say it sounds to me obviously that you've been quite resilient throughout lockdown and obviously especially while working I don't think a lot yes. of people could have you know definitely worked during lockdown but then on the flip mm. side I'm sure a lot of people would have preferred to work during lockdown Hanya, uh, I'm obviously obviously you know feel free to share what you would you know we'd like to hear but you know has your mental health been affected at all by lockdown
2: um i'd say mine has kind of had the opposite effect so i know uh, i know personally as well a lot of people have had like quite a negative like quite a blow to their mental health um during lockdown i feel like in a way mine has kind of gotten a bit better um in comparison to before so as i mentioned before i was preparing for a levels and it was just a really really stressful time um and again i was under a lot of pressure and stress you know with the build up to exams so in a way it's been quite nice um at least like the first half before i got a bit bored um you know just to spend time um doing you know things that i didn't have time for before and spending time with my family um and things like that so in that way i feel like it it was quite nice um but then there's like the whole other sort of element of anxiety with um with regards to like education and what's going to happen next and results day and of course that's a whole other podcast but um i feel like overall um it's been better than what i'd anticipated um but there were like elements of both positive and negative mental health uh, during lockdown for me
0: i think i think one thing that i uh, I, I i i'm i'm assuming uh, i i think this is what i'm understanding is that it's almost like uh, your mental health was more affected by the uh, the sort of education side of it than actually the lockdown itself. I think you were saying, obviously, that you wouldn't, weren't able to have your family uh, come over. But I think, uh, like you were saying, it, it seemed to be more the the pressure of A-levels that was getting to you uh, a little bit more.
2: So lockdown almost provided me with that sort of break, um, with like, you know, suddenly all that pressure was removed and giving me that chance to really uh, take time for myself. So in that sense, it kind of helped.
0: I um... I'm going to come to Jack now, you know, lockdown for you. How's that been in terms of obviously to do with mental health?
3: Well, I feel like my mental health has definitely been affected because usually to wind down is into like de-stress from my own kind of like mental health problems. I usually spend time around my friends and I find that's the biggest factor in both kind of like maintaining like a, a happy balance for me and also recovering from mental health. So the fact that I wasn't able to spend time socializing with my friends because of lockdown um it definitely resulted in my anxiety and depression rising, and also not only that, but I find that I like my routines as a person, and it was something completely new, completely unexpected, completely different, completely unprecedented, and it completely disrupted kind of like all the routines that I had in my life and so that was also quite anxiety provoking for me and one final point that i can think of to do with my mental health being disrupted was the actual environment that i was confined to like it was like my home is very noisy um i have two little brothers one who's five one who's ten and obviously i like my own personal space and because i was trapped in that house all the time it was just quite overwhelming for me and that kind of like resulted in my anxiety rising quite a bit as well because um i kind of like felt like i needed my own space but i had nowhere to go
0: yeah i i can definitely understand where you're coming from that i think i think for a lot of people especially who have siblings who are who are of a younger age i think and i think i think for parents as well being cooped up in a house for such a long period of time really i think affected a lot of people and there's only so much tv that you can watch to the point of where you really get you know get you know extremely bored and really sort of like you know get in a sense get depressed and just low mood thinking when is this going to end um i i mean i think one thing that i i want to obviously talk about very quickly is just about i think the people that almost had mental health issues and then have actually gone into lockdown with them and it's, it's only gotten worse obviously anxiety is a, is a definitely good one but I think, uh, you know, the lack of support that some people have had during lockdown has just been absolutely terrible. Uh, I don't know if anyone wants to obviously share any, you know, any, uh, uh, you know, people that they might know that have had uh, any situations like that. But I think because, you know, of course, the, the NHS has been focusing mainly on COVID during lockdown and the people who have had, you know, I think mental health has sort of been not not necessarily completely avoided, but sort of pushed to the side as a priority. And, you know, getting services out to people who who need them. I mean, especially people who are, you know, could be suicidal. You know, they they they're definitely not going to be of getting the support they needed during uh, lockdown. And I think this this is actually going to bring me on to the next point, unless anyone else has anything to add on that. Uh, the you know how how to help. You know, what people could have done to help themselves during lockdown. And I think um, from just from my uh, point of view, I think what Hanya was saying earlier about getting to a routine and sort of treating it like a work day treating it like you're actually you know trying to do something at home is definitely a way to uh you know get yourself through lockdown obviously we're not in lockdown anymore but we will get onto the fact that uh that we you know we potentially could be going into a second one again but is there anything that anyone you know has any ideas about i mean i'm going to come to tim first again but you know how you know get you know people could have got through long lockdown easier
1: um i'd say if you if you're if you're not trapped but if you're if you're Um, confined to your home and you have to work from home whatever uh, make a the first thing um, that would help me uh, and this even helps uh, at work um, in the workplace is uh, make a list like a physical list write down what you're going to do and then take it off once you've done it give yourself something you know give yourself something to do Um, and also um, you know try and Try and pick up new interests or, or um, if you've got hobbies existing ones make make them in, uh, even uh, even better for example, I'm really into photography and if if you're a photographer that's stuck in stuck in lockdown, uh, improve your skills in in, in the meantime because that doesn't cost anything so you know just keep keep yourself occupied as, as best, best you can you know you've got lots of
0: time on your hands, so uh, make it as productive as possible really. I think that's definitely a good point about like making it productive. I think a lot of people, because I think for me, especially, I think when lockdown first came in, I just thought like, oh, there's no point trying to commit to doing anything new because I thought it was going to be over quite quickly. But obviously, as the weeks went on, I started realizing, okay, they really are serious about this in the sense that we are staying inside uh, Hania, any, any thoughts you'd like to share on, uh, well, any services that you might know that uh, you know could help people who might be struggling in, lo- when, well, obviously not in lockdown right now, once again, just saying, but uh, if we do go back into a lockdown, any ideas about that, what could help people?
2: Yeah, so, so firstly, just to touch on services. Um, So another group that I'm involved in is uh, the Young People's Council and we were doing a lot of work to again promote um, services and ways for young people to sort of um, help themselves during lockdown to not slip down the path of like you know bad mental health and things and one uh, service Pat Health um and i think that is for specifically for young people but um you can go on the health for teens website and put in your area and there's there should be a number um for each area that you can text so if you have any concerns uh, with regards to mental health and physical health um you can just sort of text that number and they can there's like nurses who are on there uh from a certain time every day who can give you advice on there um so that's sort of Just when you said service that's the first that sort of came to mind for me Mm. um and then on the note of things that can help i'd say one of my points would be to make use of technology and um i know that since lockdown started you know things like zoom meetings and teams and things like that um they've sort of people started using them a lot more taking notice a lot more and i'd say just use that to your advantage so um, like Jack was saying, like, you know, if you're someone who likes meeting up with friends and who thrives in that, um, do the next best thing. And I don't know, hold like a Zoom virtual catch up um, and just small things like that can really make a big difference. And that's something that I found as well. Um, and then another thing I want to also um, touch on is not to put pressure on yourself, um, because I know that all through. All throughout lockdown especially like a lot of us are going to be on social media more um and you see all of this like amazing things all of these amazing things that everyone is doing and you know someone's like learned a new hobby and someone's learned how to cook bake like a elaborate cake or i don't know you know things like that um and that is great and if you know that's something that you should do if you can and if you if you feel up for it but then at the same time don't put too much pressure on yourself and don't feel like um oh so and so has done this and i'm i've just you know watched netflix all day don't feel don't make that like make you feel worse about yourself um and just sort of take it as take each day as it comes and you know like don't force yourself to um a certain standard of productivity i guess
0: i i actually i really like that because i because i think that's i think that is kind of a sort of pressure that sort of come with lockdown is that now suddenly you you know you've got to do something new you've got to pick up something you've got to improve yourself during lockdown i think for a lot of people you know that, that's not quite a fair sort of pressure to put on to people and i think uh Especially people who have, you know, who are, you know, obviously worried about their jobs or their, you know, their their exams or education. You know, they, the last thing they want to do is obviously think about that. And I, I like you say, whilst I think Zoom and all these, uh, so serv- you know, these sort of online services help people connect more. At the same time, I think it has, you know, so I think it's not good to always be online and sort of uh, you know, check up what everyone else is doing simply because, as I say, it might it might get you down on what you could be missing out on. So, Jack, any, any words from you that you'd like to give on, obviously, uh, you know, getting, you know, for people getting through lockdown or anything that you might know that could help people who might be struggling with their mental health?
3: Um, yeah, um, like um, Hania said, I think it is important to endorse your friendships online if you're that kind of person, like I know I am, that thrives in kind of like spending time with friends and, and that being your kind of like centre of happiness. But at the same time, if you are using technology a lot more, like if you are especially scrolling through socials a lot more, um, it's important to note that um, you have to remember that people usually post on social media the best about their lives, like the best that might have gone on. Like they don't post things that probably like are more realistic at the time or accurate. Social media platforms act as an idealistic platform of you, kind of like um, the best version of you. Like I'd say, so I think that it's important to not put too much pressure on yourself if you think, oh, um, they look really happy or they look really good or that they're that they're kind of like doing all this today. Like they, they, they've done this amazing painting. I think it's important to know that it's important to stress to yourself that. You shouldn't beat too hard on yourself if you feel like you haven't been as productive, and you should cut yourself some slack, really. Because um, personally, as well, I've actually had to distance myself from a number of people on my social media that have kind of like been posting about being constantly productive and who have been saying, "Oh, it's not okay to stop during lockdown," because I think that it's important to realise that you need to breathe during lockdown. And I think that even now, like coming out of it, it's important to realize that, um, you might be out of practice considering like what you might have done before. And you need to give yourself a breather to get back to the same kind of standards that you were at before.
0: So, no, I, I, I'm glad that we've all shared these points and obviously trying to help, especially young people. I think a lot of those points definitely refer to a lot of young people. But as I was I to say, obviously, there's other people, there's adults as well who have been struggling in lockdown, as well as parents. I imagine parents have been having a very hard time. I know uh, uh, definitely some parents who've, uh, who've been very struggling with their kids simply because they have, one of them has um, asthma and uh, they've been they don't know whether to you know obviously send them to school or to keep them at home it, it's it's as i say, it's one of these things that, as i say even, and when you look to the government obviously for advice on these things they're not always the best to uh, tell you these things so i'm going i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna come around to everyone again uh, and this is another question i've been wanting to ask but uh, you know now that we're out of lockdown do you feel like you know everything's sort of, you know obviously I, obviously, I know because of the date we we are having new restrictions coming in, but um, I will get to that. But do you feel like things are starting to ease a little bit? Easy now? Do you feel like uh, things aren't as stressful, or do you feel like uh, yeah, lockdown was quite a big thing to deal with? And and even though we're easing out of it now, still things are in quite a stressful situation. I'm gonna come to Tim once again for this one. Your opinion on that?
1: Yeah, we're in a, we're still in a very difficult situation, but we all still need to pull our pull our weight. Um, and everyone needs to take part in, in preventing the spread of COVID-19. Um, obviously, it's been, you know, obviously earlier in the year, it's very, very difficult, although I do think it was, looking back, it was um, perhaps a necessary step. Um, although I would argue that um, calling this a, a bit of a new normal is a little bit naive, in my opinion, because it's not exactly, it's not exactly normal to, you know, to, to wear a face covering in, 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 a, in a shop um it's you know it's only it's only a temporary measure it's it's just really strange times uh we're living in and it's all you know it's all taken us by surprise because many people have believed myself included that the the risk of a pandemic is was incredibly low i think the last pandemic was actually 100 years ago which was the spanish flu pandemic in 1918 to 1920.
0: not not the plague
1: (laughs) not the plague no that was um when was that? was that 1500s or 40? I don't I don't know a long time I mean, ago f- for me history starts in the 1800s because that's when things got in, got interesting in my opinion the, you know the era of Britain got moving thank god for the steam engine anyway um so
0: sorry carry on no no it's all right I was just to say, well, I think uh we're well, obviously not in that dire situation of a uh, of a pandemic. But uh Hania, do you do you think we are in a sort of a new normal now? Do you think the you know after since we're not actually in lockdown anymore, do you reckon this is what has become the new norm for us now, sort of wearing face masks now for a long time and social distancing and we're gonna be going in and out of these restrictions that the government tells us?
2: I think to a large degree, yes. Um, at least for the foreseeable future um and most definitely at least till we have a vaccine or some kind of more permanent uh, cure because uh, personally i feel like the numbers will dip and rise and dip and rise again um as we you know open and close lockdown and in terms of face masks again even if um there is a more permanent solution i think after I, the world has kind of been shaken and even After even after this is like in the past, people are gonna want that peace of mind at least for a few years. So personally, I do think that face masks and some of these are here to stay. Um, I hope that you know the lockdown, um, at least like in all of its severity, is not normal ever, because that as Tim was saying, you know, the world was at a standstill. But I think that there are elements that will um be continued and like without trying to be dramatic, like the world post-pandemic will not be the same at all. So I think if not where we where we're at right now, this might not be the new normal, but I feel like we will have a new normal um in comparison to where we were at before this pandemic.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I, I can I can definitely understand that. Tim, was there something you wanted to say as well? Um yeah it was just it was just about um i think
1: only 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 things will return to normal ish when a vaccine is found, but I just want to make this point um and i 'm sure the scientists working on the vaccine probably aware of this, like how the second world war vastly improved aircraft technology. Um, I hope that this pandemic vastly improves vaccine technology to the point where we can where we can both develop um trial and then manufacture vaccines within months because a lot of the time with the vaccine it takes decades of development um so that that's that's all i want that's all i want to say really
0: no, no that that's a uh that's a that's a that's a good point i can i can i i can understand i think and i think vaccine technology will improve but obviously the thing that made the covid 19 obviously being the you know the the one that actually was caused as much devastation as it has it's simply because nobody had had it before obviously we're not going to get into the details about where it came from or anything like that but uh, i'm going to come to uh, jack now you know the, do you think this is the new normal that we're living in now you know these restrictions changing every now and then from the government
3: well i think some of these restrictions as hanny has said are here to stay like the the face coverings i think they'll be around for at least another year or two in my opinion and There's social distance measures as well. I think they're also here to stay, but I do think that these rules are pretty dynamic. That, like, that this rule of six, I think this will be subject to change one way or another. And personally, I think that more restrictions are going to be reintroduced because I don't see this rule of six working, in my opinion. Because I think that right now, the biggest vector of COVID 19 are schools, and I think that. School children um, are much, are definitely in a vulnerable place to carry this disease, because even though um, reporters have kind of dismissed this and said that children are often atypical, um, that still doesn't protect their families from COVID nineteen. Um, and I think that even though it's necessary to send children back to school for education. I do think it will have its consequences, and we might have to go into at least another partial lockdown because of this.
0: Well, Jack, you've actually answered Mike uh, the next question I was going to actually going to ask. So I'll, I'll, I'll ask it now. This is basically three three questions that I want to, uh, and I'll, I'll come. I'll I will come back around to you to ask this. But uh, the the these three questions are obviously you know, the new restrictions that have come in on our date now about meeting up with uh, six people uh, without our, house. you know, for, without our no, not within our household, you know, who are not in our household, obviously, you know, do you think these are actually going to make a change? The second question I want to ask as well is obviously, you know, do you think we are going to go into a second lockdown? And obviously the last one I want to ask as well is, you know, if we do go into a second lockdown, is there anything you would do differently that you now know Uh, that might you know well could be for more just your mental health or just something that you might change just because well it could be going out and buying toilet roll I'm not entirely sure but uh, uh, just something that you might you know now you know you know obviously being through one lockdown if the second one did come is it anything different you would do so I'm going to come to Tim first Yeah. obviously the first question you know do you think these six you know it's the six people outside the household do you think that's going to stick
1: I mean I think the government has said it'll be around for well, until further notice, um, but I think introducing that role only shows the cabinet's des- desperation trying to control the situation. Um, I don't think it'll make much of a difference, no, and un- un- unfortunately, and um, I don't think we can have another, uh, another full on lockdown that would finish off the British economy and also tragically finish off people's livelihoods. And I don't want to see that, I uh, you know. I mean, furlough is ending in October, so we can't, we cannot have heavier restrictions because you know if the state is not willing to pay the wages of the people it puts out of a job um, by introducing restrictions, then you know it's just it's just not going to work.
0: Obviously, for you, obviously you haven't been in lockdown. You obviously will. No. Work, but, uh, is there anything you know? Let's say, for example, a lockdown did come and you were still working. Is there anything you would do differently? If, you know, now this time around.
1: Anything I'd do differently, if I was in a government position or anything differently, I would... Well, um, I mean,
0: I guess, I mean, personally. like, let's say the lockdown, you know, is going to be coming in next week. Is there anything that you would change, you know, change from the last time that, you you know, that lockdown came in from when you were working or would you just go about your business as usual?
1: I'd just go about my business as usual, really. No, um, that's you that's know,
0: an absolute fair point.
1: Obviously, where face coverings were required, I, I keep hand sanitizer in my car at all times. Uh, even have wipes. There's antibacterial wipes in my car as well. Um, um,
0: I think yeah, and, uh, and
1: also get out. Also get out, and um, obviously when you're allowed to, get out and uh, also go on. You know, go on walks through the countryside. Something I've always enjoyed doing. Uh, you know, listen, listen to listen to Mother Nature. You know, <laughs> Planet Earth. It's a great place. The only ha- the only habitable planet within fifty light years. So let's take care of it.
0: Hanya, I'm going to ask you the, obviously the same three questions again, obviously starting with, you know, six people outside your household. Do you think that's going to stick or do you think that will change very quickly?
2: Um, I think it all depends on the numbers and the fact that they've reintroduced this um, sort of regulation, I think it will highlight to people, at least to some extent, that the numbers are rising and that it's not, you know, the situation is not one that, we can be completely relaxed about um, so if if nothing else i feel like it does help to sort of highlight that um and i do kind of i am skeptical about it because even before um people when we had this uh, rule before like people weren't necessarily following it um to the best um of their abilities um and now especially like having had that sort of taste of freedom if you will and having had that period of time where we were essentially not in lockdown at all now like re-implementing it will definitely be harder but um i feel like it has it it is necessary to to re-implement it anyway just again to highlight that this is true and it's not gone away
0: i think Uh, uh, (laughs) sorry were you about to say something?
2: i was just gonna say well i've forgotten the second question now
0: oh no well the second question i think you basically just answered it again like um you know do you think there would be a, a second lockdown
2: yeah so again i feel like i i agree with tim it would be too disastrous to imply like a full lockdown like we were a few months ago um both for the economy and also just for people in general like i don't as a population i don't think we are um you know ready for that or like even willing to accept that in the sense um but i feel like that there there will be the need for some regulations whether that is like you know the rule of six or anything else um and you know to learn from last time it's that open communication you know that's something that the government needs to learn to be open with the communication be clear on what they're saying and to restore some of that trust because i feel like right now you know the public has no faith in our government um like yes they've introduced this rule but again like we're all sitting here questioning it like you know will this help and what's going on um and then pass
0: sorry go on
2: and personally what i'd um do differently I, i think i agree with him i'd kind of just carry on like i did before but then what would be different this time is my i'd be more mentally prepared for it um and i think we'd all be so before when we were going into lockdown we had no idea like how long and you know what to expect um and then now if they do um you know reinstate a lockdown again we won't know how long but i feel like having been through it once we can kind of have that sort of um we'll be more mentally prepared for you know going into lockdown
0: I definitely think you know everybody will be more mentally prepared because obviously we've all been through it once now so we're obviously going to be a bit more used to it. I guess I um, the people that might struggle are the people who are obviously um who are obviously furloughed or maybe you know have lost their job and then might go back into a lockdown after working for a long time. Uh, I'm just what you know concerned about time here but I am going to come to Jack of course and just ask you the, f- the same three questions, you know, the you know the six people out of the household your opinion on that.
3: Um well as actually referenced to by um a minister in the government actually um it could have been a rule of four it could have been a rule of eight i actually think it's a desperate measure of control by the government because i do think that um covid is getting out of control again in the uk um at least there have been some reports that the r rate has risen to 1.7 so The rate of infection is rising again i'm not sure if that's 100 accurate but what i've seen at least that our rate is rising once again at the very least
0: oh it definitely is i i've i've heard of people getting infections so i it definitely is rising there's no doubt about that
3: so um yeah um i i don't think this is a very effective rule of introduced because i think there's too many loopholes so to speak um with workplaces still being open, with schools being open. I think there's plenty of other ways that people can mass gather, excluding social situations. Um, um, personally, if I was to do it different, um, this lockdown, if there, was, if there was another lockdown, which personally, I don't think there will be another complete lockdown, but I think there might be a partial lockdown So, like maybe a complete social lockdown with cafes, restaurants, whatnot being shut. Um, I think this time, I I think we will be more prepared, as Hania said, we'll be more mentally prepared um, because we've all been through this before now. We know we have more of an idea of what to expect, even if we don't know how long it will last for. Um, So I think we will be more equipped for it. Although, um, is there any time?
0: Oh, okay, I'll just say, is there anything, and obviously the the last question I just wanted to ask as well is, you know, is there anything dif- you would do differently?
3: Yeah, I was just about to come to that. But if I, is there anything that I'd personally do differently this time? Um, I guess I'd just be kind to myself, really, because that was something that I neglected initially during lockdown. Like, um, me being quite a selfless person, I was looking out for my friends more than myself. So I dedicate time to myself more, m- more self-love, more... I think I'd kind of like adapt some self-love strategies. So maybe I'd kind of like keep a diary or something for positive kind of like sentiments and whatnot. So yeah, I think I'd focus more on self-love and dedicate time to that as well as supporting my friends.
0: No, I I think that's a real strong one, especially the diary idea and, you know, being selfless, I think, uh, or, you know, I think, I think obviously that's very important the idea that, you know, looking after oneself is definitely, I think, something very important to consider during uh during lockdown obviously looking after your own mental health uh, before others uh in my opinion i think i don't think we will go into another lockdown i think we're more likely going to look at m- more restrictions but they aren't going to be a complete lockdown i think the more likely thing that we will get is perhaps um from maybe 11 o'clock to uh well 11 o'clock in the evening to maybe um, five o'clock in the afternoon, we might be, oh, sorry, not five o'clock in the afternoon, five <laughs> in the morning.
1: That's a long curfew. I know. I, was about say, five <laughs> I wouldn't o'clock be to to work.
0: <laughs> five o'clock in the afternoon, you, you know, there may be a curfew for that then, you know, preventing yeah. people going out and, you know, getting drunk and also, but obviously, and that's obviously targeting the younger people, but we are going to round this podcast up here. I just want to ask, you know, each of you and feel free to talk. Is there anything that anyone would like to say or get their final thoughts on anything we've talked about?
1: um yeah i say it's already very it's as as i've already said we are living in some very challenging and very different um times Uh, um but i just want to say if you're ever struggling do do reach out to people it could be a friend or family member or if you can't if you don't feel like you can talk to any of those please reach out to a charity or charities like the, the samaritans or the campaign against living miserably or calm um two of the greatest charities on the planet particularly samaritans they've helped me uh, on and off the past eight years um so yeah that's all i want to say really reach out reach out if you're struggling you know don't sit in silence and and sink
0: hania jack anything either of you would like to add
3: well personally i I think i definitely agree with what tim said there um to go hand in hand with that i think it's important to be kind to yourself and to not take it too harshly if you want. Being as productive as usual to to be nice to yourself and accept the fact that you're taking a a break of sorts if you need one um just expect just remember the environment and remember that it can cause you to be more stressed out than usual and that it may definitely affect your productivity
2: oh
0: sorry sorry carry on
2: i just want to uh second what both tim and jack said um and just again acknowledge that these are you know unforeseen times and no one really knows like how things are gonna end up and that's okay and you know um like again speaking from experience having that uncertainty is something that like really stresses me out and if that is someone else like just know that acknowledge that and um know that everyone else is sort of feeling the same way and going through the same thing um and yeah again as Jack said just take time for yourself and really Um, check up on yourself as well as your friends and those around you.
0: Yeah, I definitely think uh, self-well-being is something that I think we're all really stressing here. And I think that's really important. Well, uh, if there's nothing else that anyone would like to add, I will round this podcast up here. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can obviously go to our website or, you know, go into the links into the description, which will be our Twitter and Instagram, which you can get, you know, obviously messages there. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment down below on what you might want us to discuss on the podcast. Obviously, we might be doing a Q&A at some point. So if you have any questions you'd like us to ask or, you know, answer on the podcast, you can obviously leave a comment as well. But uh, other than that, thank you very much for listening or watching, whichever your platform is. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Come on, Tim. I want to buy from you. <laughs> All right, then. I, I-, I see how oh,
1: it is. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I, I didn't see a microphone for you then. Yeah. See you later, guys. Take care.